1: Hey y'all, my name is Shan. Welcome to Cozy One Podcast. This is a series for Black fathers because Black fathers matter. Black fathers matter to me. Black fathers matter to my children. Black fathers matter when it comes to my brothers, um, my mentors, my friends. They matter because they set the tone for who our children look up to. They set the tone for how men, women, children, and other elderly people feel protected, feel like, you know, everything they've struggled for was for a good cause because they've seen who they've become. And I want to, I don't know, I just want to shine a light on them and hear from them in a perspective that sometimes goes unheard because no one cares to ask. Sometimes people look at fathers as if oh, that's nothing. They're supposed to do that. Why would we, you know, thank you for doing something you're automatically supposed to do? You shouldn't look for any, you know, praise or any uh thank yous for that. That's standard, that's the basics. You know, do what you're supposed to do. But when you have a father that's there that's consistent that's uh, available that's attentive that's caring that's thoughtful versus a absent father versus a father that thinks his life and his now is more important than the child's future um There's a difference. There's a clear difference. And I just want to show appreciation. So uh, this series, I've interviewed many, many fathers from different places, different backgrounds. And I really just want to pick their brains with different questions. So um, thank you for listening to Cozy Boom Podcast, and I hope you enjoy. Here we go. Back to the show. Back to the show. Ready to be honest? Yes, <laughs> I'm Already, already,
0: already, ready All right. It's, I, said, it's, I heard snippets, so um, I, I heard snippets, and of course, I know how you are. So, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. All
1: right. So this is episode 24 for Cozy Room Podcast. We have a uh, Peabody for the Black Fathers Matter series. I couldn't finish it without having him in here because he's not like a spanking new dad, but he had his first Father's Day, um, you know, this past week. And uh, I just want to kick his brain about fatherhood. So welcome.
0: What's going on? What's going on? everybody. I do
1: um Would you like I to state where on. you're from?
0: Um yeah I'm from Houston, Texas uh I'm all over honestly, but uh, I stay in Houston, Texas, of course uh, the name is Peabody um hopefully y'all probably heard of me before from the social complex podcast uh it's a dope pod, man, we talk about everything, no hose bar is barbershop and nail salon talk, you know what I'm saying, so just grab a margarita, grab a old fashioned and have a good time yeah Peabody
1: is known for um making a problematic statement
2: and then being like,
1: hey, you want to get on in this conversation? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> so um, that's usually his thing. So uh, you're a dad of how many kiddos?
0: Uh, I'm a dad. Uh, it's been a, uh, a whole, like a full year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a full year. I have a beautiful daughter, Raina talking about it right now. I'm cheesing from ear to ear, so <laughs> uh, it's, um, I would have to say it's the best highlight of my life.
1: Mm. Yeah. And what is your age?
0: My age?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Don't be
1: alarmed! Everybody got access! Everybody got access! Don't be alarmed!
0: Oh, uh, no, my age. I'm 34. Uh, I have my first. I have my first child when I was 30. 30- well, I didn't have her, but uh, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but uh, I have my first child when I was 33. Uh, okay. I waited, uh, so it's weird. When I'm 34. Most of my friends are in that same age group. Most of their kids are mm, 12, four, five. Wow. Uh, my daughter just turned one, so I'm having to stay at home now. Mm. so uh how do you what age
1: do you feel how old do you feel what's
0: up how old do you feel um I feel young still um to be honest with you uh I've always as I was younger I've always stated oh I wanted to have kids when I was young so by the time I reach 40 or 50 you know they'll probably be in their teenage or almost twenties. so I could still hang out with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm 34, my mom is still in her 50s, and my mom goes out more than me now. She's living her best life. Oh, yeah, uh, she got rid of you. Exactly. She's living her best life now. You know, she has her own business. She's making her own money. She's not taking care of boys anymore. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, I, she makes me feel young. It's now that she's walking and she's learning how to talk, I think that she's talking back. Yeah, and she's learning how to talk. Uh, it makes me feel young. I have somebody that looks like me mm-hmm. that I can talk to. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, it's it's a it's a feeling that you can't explain. So you know, I feel like I'm 21. Honestly,
1: that's good. And she gonna keep you young, especially oh, if, you have, if you have to chase her. but good luck.
0: Oh, <laughs> I want to be that dad, yo, where, you know, when she invites her, like, people over, man, that's your dad? Dad, he looks good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So my first question for you is, i am um, fill in the blank. My first Father's Day was blank.
0: Um, It was epic and... It was epic and... Overwhelming.
1: Why was that?
0: Uh, I'm somewhat of a pleaser, you know, um, and I can't tell okay. y'all all, but, you know, I don't know if you follow my mistakes from last time. I shared a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. And of course, if everybody knows my situation, you know, uh, it was co-parenting, mm-hmm. uh, but it was Overwhelming that I I don't really I think one thing about me that probably is not portrayed on Twitter uh, I I'm a pleaser I I like to please I know I talk a lot of shit on Twitter but I like to make sure that the people that I'm around with they're happy Uh, I don't really care for me being happy so if I'm having my kickbacks or having a party event as long as the people around me are being happy and being pleased I'm happy so on Father's Day I was receiving gifts I was you know being cooked for uh, you know all this stuff and I really didn't know how to react to it you know it was like kind of surreal like oh this is for me like I get this yeah so uh, it was a great feeling I was happy about it but I'm just starting to get used to it still and I think I've always been that way Mm. well hopefully
1: that balances out because if you let your daughter know that you're a pleaser, you might get ran over.
0: I know, right? She already got, what, three pair of Jordans?
1: Oh, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I got a throwback question for you.
0: There
3: what
1: was your dad like growing up?
0: Uh, I was raised in a single-parent household so that was a good question um, I was raised in a single parent household uh, my and people laugh when I say this are, uh, my dad and my mom is one person it's my mom, she played both roles um, I never really had a father, me and are good now but I really can't answer that question simply for him because he really wasn't around, I knew who he was he called me Um, but he left my mom with two boys you know and he left my he left my mom when my brother was born so my brother you know he calls him by his name eric you know um and a fun fact i guess you know i've never shared this uh, so it's groundbreaking Uh, i go by peabody because i don't like my first name which is eric uh, I'm a junior
1: ah, I was just about
0: to ask you that yeah I'm a junior so
1: wow. uh,
0: exactly so I go by uh, Peabody um, just it's my own identity uh, my own person I've been going by Peabody since like middle school um, and you know my mom she'll call me Eric or the women that I've encountered with uh, they'll call me Eric sometimes um, but overall um My mom has been the one to teach me how to tie a tie, um, how to change my tire. Um, She's done all that for me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So everything that I'm incorporating with my daughter now, I've learned from her. My dad, he's around now, so let me not give him no credit. Like, he's always been around for me. Mm -hmm. But overall, as a father for his, he has two other children as well. But for his first two children, he wasn't around. He was there for me, I guess, because I was his, his, like, first. But he, uh, following skills, I'll probably say from grade school to high school, for me, I'll give him, like, a three.
1: Mm. What is your relationship now?
0: Uh, it's cordial. It's cool. You know, I'll, I'll call him, hey, check up on him, or he'll call me to see, like, his granddaughter um, you know, we we laugh. If I'm going uh, to town, because he lives in Dallas, Texas, uh, I'll call him and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm coming to Dallas to go see my daughter." Um, or when he's coming to Houston, he'll hit me up and we'll hang out. But it's not. Uh, it's, it's so my brother uh, Acha, you know, he he that's you know that's his dad too. But we have two different moms. If you look at me and him and how we treat our dad you can tell the difference it's more so um, it's that Bill Cosby or like the Cosby show vibe with them
3: mm.
0: opposed to with me I feel like I'm the I'm the friend spending the night over to like their house hey is it cool if I get something to eat in the refrigerator you know what I'm saying mm. yeah
1: <laughs> do you think that you guys will get to a point where you could peel that layer back and have like a real discussion as to the why or it's or never
0: is that... too late uh it's it's never too late but i know the men and my family uh we kind of brush everything over um so if we do have the discussion i know we can have it but i know there's so many layers to break to get to the core mm-hmm. uh I don't think it would ever be fixed. I just know, and I've and I've told him this. Uh, I let him know, like, hey, what me and you, you know, have now—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 you know strong. But I just want you. I know you wasn't really there for me as a father, but you know, you have a second chance with your granddaughter. So I think right now what he's doing, and I see it—he's living his fatherhood that he missed out with me through her now.
1: Okay. We'll accept that for now, but y'all got to get to a point where you got to peel that layer back.
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, oh, hopefully he doesn't... Needs to be
1: Facts. You'll respect it more if it's coming from him. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I hope that... Um, you break that that cycle of brushing it off and be the different man in your family where you don't I brush try, off. I, don't. <laughs> All
0: right. I told y'all man uh, I don't know what is going to happen but I know when you see it on Twitter or sooner or later you'll go back to this episode because I'm smiling right now I just can't yeah. say too much but hopefully by me saying what I'm saying right now you can put two and two together you'll see I'm trying to break that that, you know, trend that's that's going on.
1: Okay. Uh, I got another fill in the blank for you. Being a girl dad is exciting because blank. Is what? Is exciting because blank.
0: It's breaking up a little bit.
1: Being a girl dad is exciting because blank.
0: Um... it changes you uh, it's a new perspective in life uh i wanted a boy uh but it's <laughs> i did uh i wanted a boy but honestly um a, a daughter it's everything it's it's the girl dad it's the you know uh, rip to Kobe Bryant um uh, but you know, not so much him, but I think all men or all great fathers have done this. We, you know, when you have a connection with the opposite sex, no matter if you're dating that person or, you know, you're a father to that daughter um, and y'all both like the same things, it brings y'all closer, you know, because girls and guys were two different species, you know what I'm saying? Um, And me and her even when she was probably four to five months when I would watch the NBA, she would watch it with me. You know? Uh, and now when I'm watching, like, YouTube clips of basketball, she's there with me watching it. Um, she sits down properly like me, and her mom laughs, and she's like, yo, like, your daughter, that's that's your twin. Mm-hmm. Um, she even scratches, like, her head like me. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird, but... Um I love being a girl dad, man. Uh if you go on my IG right now, I'm I'm smiling from ear to ear on every picture. Mm-hmm. It's it's exciting. Not saying that I won't have that same excitement with a son. Um but with a girl, from my experience is completely different. man it's you cherish that moment. You're super overprotective and I'm a big teddy bear. Okay. You Jolly Bear, yeah? <laughs> Of your uh, of your job here, man. Come on.
1: Give me four things that sit in the back of your mind about raising a girl most of the time.
0: Four things? Woo. Four. Oh that sit in the back of my mind. Uh not making her cry. Uh, and when I'm yeah I'm not making her cry as far as um, I know I do have to discipline her but I'll discipline her uh, in a way that she knows you know everybody knows the whole story you know before you walk in this door don't embarrass me you know <laughs> don't embarrass me you know <laughs> uh, you see all these kids such a stuff don't do that okay if you want to survive and not cry in this door, yeah. Uh, so, stuff like that. Um, uh, number two, of course, um, being her like protector. I want her to know that she shouldn't fear no man and that a man is supposed to protect her. Uh, opening that door for her, making sure that she's uh, well, um, and making sure that she doesn't have anything to worry about. So, um, I, I want her to grow up knowing that we have that relationship. You know, as she goes on, uh, of course, to high school and when she does high school events or even grade school events,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: text me before you go to sleep. Hey, you know, we can have a little code. I might send you an H. You send me a G. As long as I know we sending that to each other, I know like you're good. You know, mm-hmm. um, just make sure that she's well protected. Um, another thing is importance of family. I've always wanted to have a household to where uh, Friday and Saturday nights, uh, which I'm doing now, but Friday and Saturday nights is is like game night. Um, so I think the best protection is your family, knowing that you can share anything. What I mean by that, if we're doing game nights, uh, playing, I don't know, charades or dominoes, spades, or any of that, um, at least I know building that relationship. I think those are all skills for relationship building that you can come to me with anything. If anybody were to touch you in the wrong place or if anybody was to do the whole new, like like a bullying thing, you can always come to daddy or come to your mom and let me know anything. You know, I don't want you to feel ashamed or be bothered or hey, like you might be judged if you come to like your parents. No, this is a free open zone. I'm all about laughter. And number four is laughter. Uh, I'm all about fun. I I want her to be a free-spirited environment and, and like, live life. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people in general, adults as well, um, we are afraid of being judged. Um, I want her to know just have fun, you know, like, do do what you want to do because you like it. It makes you feel good, and surround yourself with that uh, foundation or or your circle that also likes to have fun. There's there's no greater uh, moment. Like if you're driving to Dallas or you're driving to like New Orleans, it's a four hour drive. If you have people in your car that you have fun with, that four to five hour drive seems like two hours, Mm -hmm. like an hour. So yeah.
1: Okay, being that you're in Texas, are you gonna be pro? teaching your daughter in, like, kid age how to shoot a gun, how to handle a gun?
0: I've never shot a gun before. What? Why (laughs) not? I've never shot a gun. Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you, and this is not no Friday or whatnot, but I have these. (laughs) I mean... I understand, but sometimes
1: you can't bring that because they're not trying to do this.
0: I understand. Hey, by all means, I, I do understand, but I was yeah. raised around these. Like, middle school, these got me through. Because I got teased for my last name, Peabody. But, yeah. you know, hey, these got me through. Um, okay. So, but I will say, uh, and I talked to her mom about this, and I'm in a, a group meet group as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am in the talks of about purchasing my first gun, and also after I do that, getting my LLC. So for me, that's licensed uh, to carry pretty much. Yes. Right, yeah, do.
1: yeah. Please do. Um,
0: so, but yeah, I've, I've, I've never held a, I mean, I've never held a gun. No, a lot. I have held a gun before. Yeah. Uh, I just, at one point, I didn't believe it because I had a gun held to my head before. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did
1: uh, that make you um, not want to be around them after that?
0: Uh yeah, cause I mean that could have ended my life. Mm-hmm. I mean plain and simple. I'm, I'm not a big advocate on um, gun violence. I think it's destroyed a lot of homes. Yeah. Um, you know we see like the school shootings, and I think just a couple. I think what last weekend, I think it's been on the news. A guy in Chicago, he killed two teenage boys because they asked him how tall he was. I
1: saw that. I saw you
0: posted that. Yeah. And I'm just like, and, and, and like he shot them. So, yeah. I think people are, you know, guns kill people, yeah. Or people, you know, with, with like guns. Stupid
1: people kill people. Yeah. I think, um, especially now when, it, when you, you know, live in a place where there's a lot more cowards. Yeah. They're not going to come to you, you know, with hands. And no, they, they purposely hunt out people who feel like this is a good area. Especially here in Atlanta, um, yeah. Especially women, uh, you know, sex trafficking is really high here. A lot of uh, women. Yeah,
0: are- I, I've heard about that, so it's it's a real thing. Oh, yeah. like
1: oh yes, children sex trafficking is high here. So like, even when I take the girls to the park, I purposely dress them in bright colors and and particular sneakers. I'll put their yeah, names, yeah. I'll put their names on like the inside of their sole of their sneakers just in case somebody take them and they get lost somewhere uh-huh. they have like, their name. I put my number somewhere in their clothing. So it's just like it's all this preparation and then being that I live by myself. I have a gun that I keep in my car and I have a gun that I keep in my house. And they both of them know it. I haven't trained them yet on, you know, handling it, but they know like not to touch it. The the lock that I have for it is a code. So I'm just very like because I live by myself and I'm a woman and I got girls, I got kids I gotta be like extra you know, aware and um, protected. But, so they do
0: know where the gun is though, correct? Mm-hmm.
1: But the the box, the box that I have is a code box. It's not a key box. Okay. So, so you know, like as they get older yes, your kids feel like certain issues are more important and I need this and it's really not. But because they're going through like their feelings and emotions, I had to make sure it wasn't like something where they could find a key and open it, it has to be a code. Yeah. Even when I'm going in it, I don't let them see, you know, me going in it. So it's all about being strategic about handling that um, because a lot of people just, you know, get a gun and that's it, they don't get it safe they don't um, uh-huh. get the license to carry so i don't know i just feel like i'm not teaching them to just handle it whenever just because it looks a certain way i really stress that you know i keep it for protection
0: let me ask you this you uh have you ever or have you gotten close to using it like before
1: no oh okay that's good okay cool mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually go to the gun range at least, like, twice a month, and it's right right down the street from my house, Um, but I've never gotten into a space where I needed to take it, but it does help me when I'm at gas stations, and um, men that wake up early to stand at the gas station want to walk up. That's Um, crazy. They usually see it and walk up. (laughs) that's crazy it works because you know the hours that I work is really early in the morning Um, they see me by Uh, myself with a car Um, you know sometimes that air uh, tire light come on and even when I pump gas with the girls because really a lot here in Atlanta they will take your car with your kids in it and so when I that's crazy uh I put air in my car I take out the key I um take my phone or I give like my oldest my phone and uh-huh. um I'll take the gun with me and as I'm putting air in the tire it's with me and I lock the doors and I'll open the doors when I get back in. And when I when I go pump gas, I've never been the one to leave a kid in the car. They have to come out the car with me. So it's all about being strategic about when you go pump gas. Things that I think men don't really think about because it's just like, you know, I'm a man, I'm a pump it.
0: Whenever, but a woman here, you have to think about those things. It's crazy, man. It's the world we live in, man. Yeah. We uh, thank Adam and Eve for that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: It's man. crazy,
0: you know. Like it's it's, it's crazy. Is is I think just even hearing you, you know, talk about that, and me having a daughter now, I I will say, uh, even for me, because I want her to see me. Uh, and I don't know if it's my stress level, but ever since I've I've had her, I've always thought like, damn, I'm in my 30s now. I'm a black man. Most black men, we sometimes perish this world in our 50s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think like the average is is our 50s, and I and I could be wrong, but I think the average. The last time I checked, is in our 50s. So I have about 18 more years left in this world. But um, I always. Think about you know, hey, if I go out, you know, I'm always probably in a house by like 11 o'clock because I know after what like a certain time, nothing good happens. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, You got drunk drivers, you got fights, people make to shoot you to shoot you. You know, so I I I try to be careful with my life as well as hers. So uh, even you know, listening to you about the whole taking him out the car stuff like that i think my first and it's not and it's nothing major but i remember when i went to the grocery store with her uh she had to use the restroom and i had to use the restroom i was just like i've never taken her to the uh to the bathroom to like change her and Mm -hmm. i'm by myself Mm -hmm. so i accidentally i said hey i'm her dad i'm taking my daughter to the rest
1: which is so messed up i like i hate that you guys have to do that
0: and a lot of public bathrooms do not have a changing table in the men's bathroom. They don't, they don't. Um, and I, and, I, and I, I felt weird, I was like, hey, cause they, uh, I think the, uh, the, the family bathroom was taken and I didn't want to take her to like the men's restroom, you know? Mm-hmm. So I knocked on like the ladies and I think there were like three girls in there. And I said, hey, I have a little girl She's what I think the time she was like nine, nine, ten months. Mm-hmm. I was like, Can I change her in here real quick? You know? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, if y'all can have the camera and watch me. I was very I mean when I told her I was very, very detailed.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: don't want I don't want nobody coming in here saying, Oh, why is there a, a, a man or like a black man in here, you know? Yeah. So uh it's is I mean just just hearing mm-hmm. you talk about that and the whole trafficking. It just kind of opens my eyes. Like, I'm very, very careful, y'all.
1: Oh, yeah. They are out here. In broad daylight, too. Um, I want to say about three years ago here in Atlanta, before I got my car, I got mugged in broad daylight for my phone.
0: Seriously. And
1: nobody stopped. Cars are passing. Nobody stopped. The guy pulled me in the street and everything. But it's just like, you just never know. And just people just out here just waiting for opportunities but even when it comes to that um I was talking to um Lamar from Dear Fathers which is a good podcast you should check out where they just interview like okay. um, different dads about fatherhood and different topics and um he was saying how he went to go to Target I think and he was getting his daughter um some underwear and this lady just walked up to him and said what are you doing over here you're not supposed to be over here so it's kind of it's it sucks for black dads to be in a position where even when you're doing for your kid you can't even be comfortable doing that because people want to check you on what you're doing um,
3: exactly.
1: so you know it's unfortunate <laughs> I, just, I just want y'all to be equally comfortable because The mindset is always, you know, black men are dangerous to be afraid. And then the mindset is also, women are supposed to do everything for the child and a man is only supposed to work and pay bills in the house, that's it. A man is not supposed to be with his daughter, getting her underwear, taking her to the bathroom, uh, being with her at the pool, whatever. And it's kind of like that whole mind Frame has to go. It has to go because you're looked at as objects, not human beings. Yeah, um, yeah. That was that was crazy. All right. So my next question for you is: fill in the blank. Fathers should always strive to be blank.
0: Uh, a role model. Uh, a superhero. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I don't want my daughter to ever have to doubt me or mm-hmm. me, like, I, I'm going to teach her, you know, we are all, everybody's human, you know? Right. Um But at the same time, I want her, you know, this is my dad, like, mm-hmm. just how I talk about her right now, I'm smiling, I want her to have that same affection towards me, um, and of course, by default, I'm her dad so of course she is or maybe not I don't know but
1: well, if you do it the right way yeah, but
0: I mean I think like my superhero to me is my mom you know so she's done everything that she could possibly do when I was from grade school to college you know so um, I think for for her you know was strong to be a superhero to be a role model make sure that, you know, she sees how you treat women um, as well, because whatever you do to towards other women, she's going to gravitate towards that, you know?
1: Which brings me to my next
0: question. <laughs> Are um, you in the wrong place? <laughs>
1: yes! When I tell you I make all these questions for you guys, for you only, like nobody <laughs> has the exact same questions. So, um, fill this in showing my daughter's mom respect is important because blank
3: ooh man
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> um, that's another thing uh, oh man you are going to look back on this episode and be like damn, this is go by <laughs> <laughs> This episode could be so groundbreaking right now. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, this episode is going to be so groundbreaking right now. No, this I'll is why mad.
1: I love it, because I know both of you, and I respect both of you separately. And yeah. I just, because of my own experience, I know what the answer is, and I want to see where your head's at right now with the answer.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just give so you know what this is, this is your platform so fuck it um oh man I hate you <laughs> um so you know we had our daughter out of thrill you know we have a beautiful little girl she turned one that's my joy we were you know hey I saw a beautiful young lady she saw a handsome man we had fun you know nine months later we had a baby um we didn't know each other. I didn't know her, uh, and at the time I was, I was, I mean, yeah. At, at the time I was talking to somebody or trying to talk to somebody else, this whole entire time, and um, I thought where my heart was, I left her. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, just I just like left her, you yeah? There's, there's no question. I mean, there's, there's no ifs and buts. Um, and even then, we were already on a down, you know, like a down slope. So I'm ready to make this next move. And in the process, from the outside looking in, I made her, uh, yeah, I made her move from Dallas to, to, to like, Houston. After everything, she came to, to Houston, to, of course, better herself and be with her family and the process, I, I left her and her and our daughter, they went back to Dallas mm-hmm. and that shit hurt. Um,
1: Do you feel like that, you could have done that in a better way with what you know now?
0: No. Oh. Uh, anyway, I mean, the overall best way would to uh, not have done anything and stayed in their, like, relationship and then they would have probably still been here right now, you know? Yeah,
1: I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not even saying stay in a relationship, but really just have like, okay, can we have a a discussion right now? This is what I've been feeling, this is what I've been thinking, this is where I am. But at the end of the day, the best, the best way for us to be great parents is for you to be in the best space and for me to be in the best space. I can
0: yeah. See, it. and I, I didn't do it that way. And ultimately, I still told on myself, and you know, nobody knew what I was doing. I it. I think it was eating me up inside. Like, yo, I'm portraying this life on Twitter or on Instagram. So one day, I was just like, "Fuck it, yo!" Like, I sat her down. And I was like, "Yo, this is what I'm doing right now," and it should hurt. And uh, ultimately. I mean, I gave her a time. I was like, yo, you you have to, like, leave. You can't be here, you know, um, while, you know, doing me right now. And I didn't want my daughter to leave, but I already knew the mother's gonna always take the, you know, take, like, the child, no matter what. You know what I'm saying?
1: Okay, just back. Yeah.
0: I mean, overall... Re- realistically, you know, not saying that that can't happen, but overall, kind of, I mean, she's a she's a great mother.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, not saying that she's a bad mother, and then, oh yeah, hey, you can't take your daughter because I know you're bad. No, she's a, uh, a wonderful mom. Uh, I just think, for me, that was my first child. I don't want my child to go nowhere. Yeah. So, um, they left. And that day, I I can replay that day, I don't care how old I am, I can replay that day, even now I can replay it. Mm -hmm. Uh, When they left the driveway, it was like a movie. Uh, I cried in the driveway, I'm talking about I fell to the ground and cried the neighbor had to come and see what was wrong with me. I Mm said, I'm good. Like, they they thought I was probably dying or something. I was like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Not knowing my daughter just left. Like, they just Mm -hmm. left the driveway. That was probably, like, the last image I had of my daughter, like, leaving the driveway. Mm -hmm. And I probably could have stopped all that, but I think my ego got in the way. And what I wanted, and not, I mean, I'm not going to mention, like, the other woman, but I I wanted her. That's what I wanted. I mean, hell, uh, I, you know, cared and I, you know, like loved for her, you know? Um, So whatever reasons, you know, months came, you know, of course we had, I was back in school, college, uh, the whole COVID situation happened. And um, one thing I'll probably say, Even after, you know, she left, I I always thought about it in the back of my head, but I was like, the what ifs. You know, how could I probably have done things differently? Um, And we honestly didn't talk. Um, I know I I got bashed a lot on Twitter, uh, a whole lot. Um,
1: I think... uh, I think... I think y'all should have went through that separately and quietly. Yeah. And then... Bring it in as, let's talk about this topic. And then you bring in that situation you went through. Uh,
0: It was was so fast.
1: Yeah.
0: It was so fast, man. Uh, I got bash for it. And I appreciate you and a couple other people. Uh, You know, y'all really kind of kept y'all comments. I mean, which no comment to me, even people who actually spoke their mind. I wasn't mad at it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Because, you know, I got my own medicine, you know, I got his own medicine, but it was more so, it was like, "Eh."
1: man. I didn't have any issue with you or the situation. My thing was the basis for you because you said, remember, you are a people pleaser, trying to make sure everyone's happy. Within all of that, and the reality is, everybody's not going to be happy. So when you yeah, make that it, it, when you make that your basis, all your dominoes gonna fall, <laughs> and that's what yeah, that was. Yeah. That's what that was.
0: So um. Uh, uh-huh. everything fell, and you know, um. Well, I'll give it too many hints, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, during COVID, I, I became single.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. You know. Um,
1: but that's
0: fine though. So now No no no. No, that's 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 fine, but it kinda goes back to your to your question. Yeah. Well, you know what how you want I mean how do I want my daughter to see how I treat like her mom. hmm um, and that's what I'm working on right now. Okay. Or that's what we're working on right now. So okay. um, I which I I was cool with even during Burlake before that I I was cool and I wasn't bringing her or showing her around for for her to see her dad with other women but at the same time I was cool with making that next step on being with the other person with my daughter and they were cool with that as well I think when you're talking and now I honestly do believe what people say it's I think more so for men I don't know about women But it's not good to talk to men with a newborn. It's not.
1: My limit Uh, is um, now, if a man has children under five, I want you to have a great day.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh, Because uh, a lot of, and this person wasn't that, but a lot of pure questions start to uh, formulate. Mm-hmm. and it gets repetitive you know what I'm saying it's like yo if I'm with you why are you asking me these questions um but it, yeah it's I I wouldn't recommend any woman a to, woman to, to talk to a guy unless the mother is like deceased you know for like birth reasons or because of like natural causes uh if the mother is still in the picture
3: uh, I wouldn't
0: recommend you talk to a man that has a newborn. Now, like you said, after five years, of course, yeah. But as a newborn, because me and the mom still have to communicate. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, it. It, it's, it is what it is. You know, I don't live with my daughter. So the only way that majority of times, before, no, unless I'm there or she's over here, is through FaceTime. Mm-hmm. So... Of course, I'm going to be on the phone for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see her throughout the time. You know, I work, what, seven, eight days out of the week. I'm mm-hmm. in school for about four. When I have my time to see her through FaceTime, I don't want it to be ten minutes. It, it may be an hour.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, if my mom allows me to be on the phone with her on her own device right. for like an hour. Sacrifice. That, okay? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, I
1: them two of them. So, exactly.
0: No. So, so, but when you see oh, like why are you on the phone uh with her for like an hour? I'm just like, why are you even asking me like that question? This is my daughter. Yeah. I
3: mean of course. It, it, me, I, uh...
1: I think it can happen. It just takes a very mentally mature woman to understand like this is the family dynamic that this man has. You are also special to him in a certain way, but this cannot be um, Prioritize to be under you. It just
0: yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know. With that being said, um, I think this way, like I said, you know, you're doing groundbreaking things on your pod right now. Uh, you know, me and Raina's mom.
3: Yeah,
0: um, we are working on ourselves, so Raina can see both of her parents together.
1: Mm -hmm. okay this is what I will tell you with this and then we can move on it's gonna take you guys time Uh, with one of my kids dads it took us about five and a half years to where we could be mellow yeah Um, and then the other one is kind of like because he came out of pocket on his ego we now have like a judge saying sir you on timeout uh, for like a whole year. So, yeah. um, being that I'm coming up on the last two months, and then we have to figure out how we're going to work together again, and see if he's calmed down. I'm curious as to what that's going to look like, but it just takes time, and it it gets better later on. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't even worry about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no.
0: I, mean, I think everybody's in a good space now. We know we talked about it. Um, I just feel as if, I mean, even with my last situation, Mm -hmm. if the insecure questions, I mean, like I said, she's not insecure, but the insecure questions Mm -hmm. didn't always come about, then, you know, my conversation with you may be different right now. But um, I just feel when a man has a newborn, it's unless you have a strong will, mind, you know, it's not for that person. It's
1: not. Plus, y'all need that space to, um, to rearrange your life. Like, having yeah. a new kid into your life, and you know, you're sharing a child that's in two different places, it's a whole type yep. of rearranging that needs to go on, and sometimes it's just better to not involve somebody that you're also learning into the mix of. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. yeah, facts. That's
0: yeah. That's you kinda know <laughs> the facts.
1: Yeah, man. So my next question is who supports you in fatherhood? Is it friends? Is it family? Is it a companion? Like who supports you when you have questions about if you're doing something right? Are you doing too much? All that.
0: I'm honestly going to say it's myself. Mm. Uh, you know, anybody can give you advice, which they have. Uh, my friends, you know, I have friends um, that are here in person that you know, yes, they know me, they know the mother of my child. And, you know, they kind of stay clear of, of like all that drama. But when it comes to fatherhood, I may I may ask, hey, how did you do certain things? But at the end of the day, you have to be the parent to decide what's good for your child. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna walk you through it. Like, yes, my mom may say some things and say, hey, son, do this, do that. And you may take bits and pieces here and there, but ultimately, you're the one making the like decision. You know, like your child can't think for like themselves right now. Mm-hmm. You have to think for you know, for them and also benefit for you whether that's financially or just, you know, hey, what's good for like the short term or what's good for like long term. You know? And so far I've been I've been good. Uh I've rolled the dice, I've made some huge flops, and I've also made some good uh some good runs right now on a consistent basis. Everything's been great, you know. Um you know I, I think the only person I can honestly say that is good would be like her mom. Like I said, her mom, she's with her mom at least 80% of the time. The other 20% is when she's over here with me or when I'm going over there. So maybe 70, 30. So, um, but I would say for myself, I think ultimately, I think for any parent, unless the parent is a child, you know, nowadays we have kids having kids. Um, but I think you know. Oh, another topic. Yeah, that's another topic. But I think you know, I I had my daughter when I was thirty three, so mm-hmm. I, I wasn't you know twenty something years old, or and most still, still a gem, years
1: old. still a black man gem. Yeah,
0: yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like I was, I was in my thirties, like when I had her, and. Um, so the storybook is is like told, you know, when you're in like your third, you know, like your 30s, you're supposed to have your stuff together and stuff like that, opposed to your 20s. And I don't believe all of that. I think it just mm-hmm. depends on the uh, individual. But uh, I wasn't ready in my 20s to have kids. And um, if I, I were to, um, your 20s are
1: your selfish years. The only years you have to be selfish.
0: Yeah, Uh, and if I were to have a kid in my twenties, I think I would have had to have a lot of help, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I think now it's more so, you know, you you're teaching like yourself how to be a parent. It's it's almost like animals, like you know, when you're having a dog who's a girl, like once she has puppies, she automatically becomes a mom. Mm -hmm. She's in mommy mode for me i'm in daddy mode already it just comes natural you know
1: that's good um your daughter's too little to um do this but i'm gonna ask anyway uh how does your daughter show you appreciation
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh she, she is too little um i will say one thing uh um This is uh, she. She's very caring Mm -hmm. uh, right now at this young age. What I mean by that, if you're just chilling watching TV and all her toys are scattered like around, I don't know who she got it from. Maybe it's from her mom's personality, Mm -hmm. or when she's with her, because her mom has two other kids. So maybe she sees it from them. But when she's has her toys scattered around, she knows to put her toys in her playpen. So she picks up the toys, puts it in a playpen for you, or she'll pick it up and then she'll say, huh, huh? And she'll give it to you so you can throw it away. So, um, you know, her just knowing, hey, I'm going to clean up after myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and she lets me know when she wants to play, know. Like, like I said earlier, when you asked me about the four things that you want to incorporate, she she likes to laugh and play. So when it's time, she lets me know, hey, Dad, it's, it's time to play. Come on. I'm up now. Let's, you know, let's play. So I was what, on an eight-day vacation. I took PTO for, what, eight days? We were just <laughs> playing the whole time. And she lets me know when she wants to play, when she's tired, when she's hungry. But I, I think her biggest appreciation or what or how she shows it is her cleaning up. I'm just, I was like, oh, okay. I don't, I don't know too many kids who want to clean Listen. up.
1: I have one that loves to clean up, and I have the other one that's just like, "All right, all right, both of you clean up." And Ari's like, oh, "I want to lie down." I'm just like, "Girl, you uh, clean up too." So um,
3: I oh, hope yeah, I'm that surprised. that
1: sticks. Uh, I hope that that sticks with her. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, uh, I hope it does too. But yeah, that those those two would be the most. I mean, it would be like the most uh, attributes that I like love about her.
1: Okay. So being that your mom primarily raised you, do you feel that your mother gave you the proper discussions, lessons, and tools to be a great father?
0: Uh I don't think verbally she probably gave it to me. I saw it uh mm-hmm. growing up. Yes. Uh, raised by a single mom, I've seen her get beat. Mm. Uh, I've seen while I was with you know, uh, you know of course I'm four years older than my brother yeah um, but we slept in cars uh, we slept at friends house family members house mm-hmm. uh, we've had Salvation Army for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. um, and for Christmas wow. uh, so not so much verbally but just seeing how she overcame all of that you know, she owns her own home health, uh, making six figures now. Um, she did that as a student exchange uh, student because, you know, she's uh, from, like well, we're from um, Africa. She's mm-hmm. from Liberia. So for her as an individual to come to the States and better herself with two kids graduating, um getting her own business, having cars, it kind of just shows... It kind of just showed me what I needed to do. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And You know, so by me just seeing that, it kind of let me know, hey, I need to carry on that tradition. Not saying, you know, sleep in cars, but I should never let it get to that point. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Or even quit, because... What you just said showed me that your mother didn't quit on...
0: Exactly. Getting to So, a make sure that you have a roof over your head. You have clothes on your back. You have shoes on your feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have food to eat. Uh, you have uh, education. So, she never really needed to say anything. Uh, she never really disciplined me as well because me and her, I'm her first. So, I... Whatever she's been through... I've Mm -hmm. been through it as well through that age. I think everything for us changed drastically when I got to high school. Mm -hmm. So high school, you know, that's when she got the house and she started bettering herself and the money started coming. So we was good. Like, people were like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, rich. Like, nah, bro, like, I'm, Mm -hmm. I still believe in, like, the system. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't know how to act I don't know how to be like the joneses you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i don't so and i and i never will be i i'm, I'm comfortable i may not be a blue-collar person but i'm comfortable being a blue-collar uh, you know person yeah you know?
1: if you had to do the work you could do it
0: yeah so uh i'm i'm very very comfortable being that person and i like hanging around people like that i don't you know, I'm I'm cool with just chilling in the front porch, playing dominoes and spades. Same. You
3: know,
1: Minus the spades, so, cause I don't
0: understand that game. Man, every black person and their
3: I uh, have two Jamaican parents.
1: Games. We don't do that. We play dominoes <laughs> and, and hey, checkers.
0: Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> every black person I play spades, <laughs> and dominoes, <laughs> and uh, monopoly, but I don't like monopoly. I'm gonna tell you right now.
1: I'm cheating in Monopoly all the time.
0: See, you see, that's like the dumbest game to me of all time. (laughs) I don't like. It's so long. It's so long. (laughs) That's crazy. Um,
1: Why are Black involved dads important to the new generation?
0: Uh, Leadership. Um, Leadership. We are. We are kings.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, and for you to see a black man uh, doing reckless things, it carries on to the next, you know, generation, you know? We, and as you asked me before, like, seeing my mom do certain things, she's not a man, of course, but you incorporate things as a child by watching other people do things, you know?
3: Right.
0: So um you know seeing you know RP uh George Floyd being killed as a black man you know that hit um and you can only better yourself from that you know what I'm saying and we have long ways to go but I want my cousins who are boys and you know if I have a son and even her son uh you know uh about my child she has a son, Yes, her dad is still, um, yes, his dad is still in a picture in his life, but if I'm talking to his mom, I need to be that father figure as well, you know? I need to be that man and uh, be a king, you know? Uh, Being a king doesn't mean, you know, living or having, like, a throne. Mm -hmm. but you know have respect have a foundation have a roof being able to feed the family Um, and just being a great dad man like there's nothing greater because I didn't have it but now that I have my daughter there's there's nothing greater coming to a home where your family is happy and everybody gets together there's there's nothing greater than that Um, to me it's it's a pleasure. It's it's just great coming home and the whole y'all yeah, ordered pizza or you know Saturday or Sunday, the barbecues out there, y'all yeah, playing dominoes, the kids are playing, and I don't want my daughter to know about video games. I want her to have her bike. I want her to play outside. There's no video games. There's no cell phone. I'm gonna yeah. teach you how to play freeze tag. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, how to go seek?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like all of that, yeah. Like we're not doing any of that. Like hopscotch. You're a little girl of that, yeah.
1: You know? So, being that that said, I got a yes or no question for you. Alright, go ahead. Are you cool with your daughter having sleepovers between ages eight and sixteen? Yes or no?
0: Of the same sex? I mean kids. Same sex, I mean of the same sex, yeah. Um but like you said uh, earlier I mean well so and so as well if if I do incorporate um uh, that as a family thing one I want to make sure like who's coming over and if you're going over to their house you know I'm gonna have to give her like a cell phone you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. uh, There's going you
1: need to know the parents.
0: exactly I've known the parents uh like, all of that, I want to make sure the parents are cool as well, and if not, then no, it's it's an automatic no. Now, if you're going over to, like, your cousins, even with that, yo, like, who's your cousin? You know what I'm saying? Like,
3: you
0: know, (laughs) dynamic, like, yo, you're, no, like, you're not going over there. Like, no, you're staying here. So, um, stuff like that, man. Uh, I I really wasn't a big sleepover person. I slept over like, my cousin's house. But as far as, like, with friends, no. Nah. I like always
1: one. was, like, to my friends, yes, I'm going to come over. You know, when we lived in Maryland, it was, like, I think 14 apartments to a building.
3: Yeah.
1: And, uh, I had a best friend that lived below me. Um, and then every time I got over there and it was, like, time to sleep over, I was just, like, damn, I, sh- I want to go home. Not yeah. because like I'm bored, just because I'm just more comfortable sleeping in my
0: house. Facts, like it's it's cool staying over playing. Like maybe in high school, like, as a freshman, I had a homeboy. Uh, he lived in another like subdivision, but we all lived in the like the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I slept over there like once or twice. I think one time though, I asked if I could go home, only because <laughs> I wanted to go home. Like bro, like we just here playing Madden and talking yeah. about girls. I'm like, all right, when it's time to go to bed, I'm not trying to sleep in a game room. Yeah. I have a bed.
1: Like, I'm about to go home. I'm about to go home.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I call my mom, i like, mom, pick me yeah. up. She's like, why? I want to go home. Like, I have my own bed to wake up to. Well,
1: why is it in your bed? If anybody asks me, like, what's your fear as a mom, is my daughter is getting friends and be like, can they sleep over? I'm just like,
3: no, I
1: don't
0: even
1: want you here. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, like, yo, get out of here, dog. There's like, like
1: more kids. I don't even want y'all here sometimes. So, and even um, that,
0: if, like, for like, sleepovers, maybe like three kids tops, y'all, yeah, because that's a lot of mouth to feed, y'all. Yeah. Yes. A lot
1: of talking, a lot of
0: noise, a lot of. Uh. And yeah, and I do not like talk. Like, yo, where's mm-hmm. all that? like even like uh her like her kids you know they're loud naturally hey y'all go to your room dog or i'm going to the room y'all can have it like y'all talk to me
1: yeah yeah man okay i just want to pick your brain on that um what is the number one thing you think a girl needs from their dad and why
0: Love, love, uh, and yeah, love. Ultimate love. Uh, they cry, they look up. You know, where's dad? Or uh, they lose a the game. They need like, so I think love and affection can go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. So love and affection, the but love and affection the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't, because men do it as well. I don't want a woman thinking, oh, she can only get love and affection if she does this uh, thing for a man, then she'll give him, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but like love and affection.
1: Yeah, my ultimate thing, I agree with that, is to teach both of my girls that you could do all these great things for a man and he still still might not want you to be there or he still you still might not stay. Yeah. Um, and just to find comfort in the fact that you know your worth and you know that you bring X, Y, and Z to the table, and that's okay if he doesn't want to stay. But we not chasing nobody. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's the thing about me having a girl is, like, teaching her the game. Like, yo. Oh, yes. I have to teach my daughter at a young age, uh you know this is what daddy you know did and ultimately i think i do want to let her know about what happened like i think for me she has to know mm-hmm. uh
1: she should want... know in due time but yeah.
0: um but i don't want her to think oh yeah me your mom is one big happy family like ah like this is what happened like just how mm-hmm. uh what's the show that everybody likes um Insecure. And yeah. Molly found out that her like dad cheated or yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's like, yo, like ultimately, uh I I I will spill the beans, but I'll probably do it like maybe in college or something. You, like
1: yeah, that. you do it when they need it. Yeah. You know, it's not like oh, let me brag about this. It's not that. It's just more yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. look at our relationship now. You would never think it was ever this, but it was. Yeah. Um, my last question for you uh, is a fill in the blank. My main focus as a dad for my daughter is blank. Uh, finish, at school. Finish,
0: at finish school. For you to finish school,
1: or for her to finish. Yeah, for
0: me. School? Okay. Uh, finishing school um, It everything all ties back um, like I said how my mom kind of raised us and what me seeing her go through finishing school I haven't finished college yet uh, I have two more years I will be graduating in 2022 uh, I'm happy about that i uh, okay. get my bachelor's um, but I want her to know that you know education is important and just how you said, you know, you don't need a man for, you know, like you're worth more than life. Sometimes, like, you, know, you don't need like a man for this. Get your education. Uh, uh, having that piece of paper sometimes is very, very um, valuable. I know the job that I have right now um, is very good. It pays well. I've been there for almost seven years now. But God forbid if I get let go. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't, I don't, I mean, I I'll probably have to start over again. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's not it, uh, but it's like you got to peel up a new layer of yourself to take your, exactly. your attributes elsewhere.
0: Exactly. But I also know as well, being my age, like the the job that I have, it's mm-hmm. it's somewhat of a young, young person's sport. You know what I'm saying?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So for me, yes, I'm still young, but it's almost like basketball. Yeah. you know LeBron James is the best player mm-hmm. right now arguably like all the time but he's what 35
3: right
0: basketball is, is technically a young man's sport you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and yes he's the greatest but every year that he's getting older we always hear is he going to retire has he lost his step
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and that's what it is for me in the profession that, that I'm in you know I'm I'm 34 most people that I work around is roughly about 26, 27 you know mm-hmm. And that age group so as I'm up in age they're in there Uh, but my you know I have a great career right now but I do need to graduate and I just want her to want her to know that hey both of your parents they did X, Y, and Z so Mm -hmm. you can be provided with the stuff that you need to better yourself as well you know I don't want her to yeah I don't want her to just see us I don't want her her to ever see me slacking and think is comfortable. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm with it. You're teaching yeah. her how to be a leader. Yeah, you know. You finish we'll what you start. Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: You know, well, thank
3: think, you, think,
1: to
0: you buddy. Oh man, it's 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 been my pleasure, yeah. This is uh this was cool. It's uh well, we do it all the time anyway, right. on all those Zoom meetings, so this was dope, y'all. Yo. uh, you asked a couple of questions. I was like, damn, came ready today, dog. Nah. She she had her heart she had on her Mike Tyson gloves today, dog. Nah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.